With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Mama's Pearls. I am your hostess, Cynthia, and here at Mama's Pearls, we like to say that we take the most beautiful pieces of life and uh, string them together. So if you were listening to our last call, Film Noir, we had our special guest, Lori Marsh and Gentry Chauncey on the line talking about the love of indie filmmaking for Lost in Sunshine. So this is the continuation of that call. And what's kind of funny is that um, in indie filmmaking, like, you kind of learned that the the key term is flexibility. (laughs) And there's um, nothing that you learn really stronger than that. Everything has to be flexible, and particularly as as a producer, you always need to be flexible. Now, mind you, we started talking a little bit about the the contrast between having the creative synergy of a film or any sort of creative process intact, in as well as the business mindset. And being flexible in those two arenas is always an interesting dance. Obviously, when you get into <coughs> flexibility in the business side, you always have to watch, you know, your contractual restrictions and legal restrictions and all that other fun stuff. So, it's a miracle that any one film ever gets made because it really does take an army to to make a film, and it's even that much more of a miracle when an indie film gets made and is done with the heart and gets out to audiences. So I'm going to bring back on. We have Gentry on the line, and I'm going to bring back her, her into the call. Gentry, are you with us? Yes, hello. Hello, my dear. Okay, so... Continuing where we left off, and I'm sure I know Lori's trying to get back into into the show. And what's what's kind of been funny, and that we were just joking about, is like the process of doing the second part to the show has almost been like indie filmmaking, as far as learning how to be flexible around like you know the schedules that of when I can schedule the show and your schedule and my schedule and Lori's schedule. And, um, you know, at first I was getting, like, really, really frustrated about it. And then I just kind of, like, chalked it up as kind of, you know, remembering a gem that Melissa, who is my co-hostess on on Mama's Pearls, that she would always say is, like, don't force it. Like, you can never force something to happen. And it's like, when we got cut off, it was, like, in such a, a potent part of the conversation where we were talking about really holding a light for for this film and that any kind of filmmaker is really 
doing that for their project, where they're holding holding a light and a vision and a space for their project. Um, and you're hopefully, like especially with the producer role, is you know is that you're holding that light and hopefully it's like drawing moths to a flame where you kind of want that flame to burn to burn big and to burn bright and to illuminate people around you to get on board and excited and into financing the film and into working on the film and really when they're working on the film even the actors and actresses putting their best face forward when they're actually on screen you only have so many seconds and so many minutes where those cameras are actually rolling and, you know, to get that snapshot, you know, if anybody's ever seen a film being made, it's a pretty long, arduous, arduous process where it's not just like, okay, flip on the camera and just kind of go with it. Like these actors do the same scenes over and over and over and over and over again. And it's usually out of sequence that it's just, you know, that whole, that whole process in and of itself is a complete complete art form. So, you know, in, in holding that space for the film, one thing that we were talking with Gentry about was kind of like, you know, what what was her connection with these characters? Because like anybody doing a film, you really kind of have to love your story and love the characters to want to go, go the distance with them because it is totally running a marathon with your character. So, so just getting back a bit to, um, to the characters in the first place, like what is it with you that ties you so much to the, to the story and has you personally invested in it? It's so funny because you think about this kind of stuff day in and day out for years, and then someone asks you a question, and you're like, "Hmm." If <laughs> there's no short answer, I think that's just it. I mean, um, I guess I. I mean, I. Oh, I mean, like I wrote an article recently for Film Courage's blog, and I think it. It summed it up fairly well, um, but I, I said it was a response to it. Well, okay, let me clarify um, so I'm not all over the place. Um, I said that the movie wasn't about my life, meaning verbatim it wasn't written about me, but it was a response to it. And by that, I just meant that it was like, a some some response to every experience I had had in my life, and it was sort of like written through the characters um with enhancement, of course, <laughs> with you know entertainment in mind, but I think um each experience came from from sort of a place, a core place that I knew something about. So it was easy to relate to it, and it was easy to want to hang on with those characters. It was easy to want to tell their journeys because I knew that there was a way, um, I knew that there was a way out for them. So I could make it as messy as I wanted it to be, and then I could, you know, they could dig themselves a hole, and then I could, I could sort of, dig them, if you will, out of the hole. Right. So um, so it came from a really honest place, but with a, in the same 
um, breath. It came with, um, you know, sort of an intent and, you know, an inspiration to to tell a story in an engaging or an exciting, hopefully exciting way or more exciting way than than anything could have happened to me, (laughs) you know, so that, um, so it was, so it was fun when I was writing it. So I'm not sure if that answers the question. I probably went off on a tangent, but. Um, well, well, that's kind of the part that I love about the creative writing process, at least, because you can take, you know, take something that's so out of character for yourself and just go with it. Like the sky's the limit when you're writing for film. I mean, obviously, we have this world, you know, of Sunshine, Texas, that we, you know, there are still some realities to it and some, you know, the rhythm of the natural the natural world, but you can still take these characters into places and saying things and doing things that you and I probably, you know, wouldn't wouldn't do. And you you mentioned how just flawed these characters are, and they really are. I mean, there are some, (laughs) the characters definitely can go to deep, dark places and and light, bright places, and they're kind of all over the road until they obviously find some, you know, you watch them kind of fine-tune throughout the script. But, um, But one of the things that I just really, you know, adore about the process is kind of, you know, well, I mean, when we talk about the process with this particular film, there's a there's a film that we're still shepherding and holding the life for, and then again, like we were saying on the other call, that there's this whole prequel world that's happening on the website. So it's kind of balancing the two to have enough space to play around with all these characters on the website for the prequel world. And again, the website is just www.lostinsunshine.com. Um, so you can really have this journey and get to know these characters before the the movie even starts. And kind of balancing that as a writer, you know, how are you able to kind of fill in that empty space without giving, you know, main plot points and character arcs in the in the film away? Very carefully. <laughs> no. no, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what the real, you know, short answer for that is either. It's just, um, I guess it's just, it comes from having such, such um, an intimate relationship with the characters that I'm sort of able to delve into um, what I've created, you know, as their past and just, um, and just sort of keep the story going, keep it, find a way to keep it alive, you know, pre, you know, the time that they meet. Um, Gosh, how do I answer that? Um, I mean, there is, there are arcs, but they're, I feel like they're, they're soft and they're hard. I mean, there's definitely points that we want to make before the movie happens with the characters so that you can right. you can really, you know, really get this um, sort of secret insight you wouldn't have otherwise if you hadn't been keeping up with this prequel. Um, so there's definitely marks that we're going to hit with the characters, but, you know, there's a lot of everyday inspiration that's very sporadic for me that I just, it just, I'm inspired by something and I'm like, you know what? That's Lynn, or you know what? That's Bob. We're just going to be Bob today. So I just sort of merge the organic, everyday, inspirational thoughts 
via each character and the, you know, what I know I've got to do with those characters over X amount of time, which, again, is tricky because I don't even know what that X amount of time is. Is it six months? Is it three months? Is it a year? So I have to be ginger with it. I have to be careful. I have to be flexible, (laughs) again, with it. I can't, you know, I can't move too fast. I have to sort of like the writing of the script. You know what I mean? It has to be finessed. It has to, you have to do it with loving care. So I just try to every day just move it forward a little bit more without being too on the nose and and hopefully offering some sort of entertainment value as I go along. So tell us more about what the listeners can find on the Lost in Sunshine prequel world and why are we doing this Indiegogo fundraiser for the website? Wow. Well, um, what you'll be able to find if you go on lostinsunshine.com is mm-hmm. you know, the world of sunshine where you can where you can visit. Where you, well, first of all, you can find out. I think we touched on this earlier, so I won't talk about it too long, but you can sort of, there's a fun little game, a questionnaire in the front page where you can sort of figure out who you identify more with, Bob or Lynn, and um, and then you can go into their world separately and, and read about the, the parallel journeys, Lynn and Bob, and their personal blogs, or, or it's her blog and his manuscript, um, you know, in progress, working manuscript of his daily, you know, um, inspirations and poet strated poetry and stuff like that, and then it's more Lynn's rants and raves and and sort of her. Um, I don't know. I feel like we get a little bit. We make it a little dig a little bit deeper into to Lynn's um, sort of um, inner thoughts on the blog. So, in the world of Sunshine, you get to know the characters pre movie. Um, and you get to figure out what's going on in their worlds before you ever watch the movie. So hopefully when you watch the movie, you have a deeper understanding. You feel like you can already relate or identify or know where these characters are coming from right when you go through the gate. Um, And how that translates over to our Indiegogo campaign, I'm sure Lori can elaborate on it more in depth (laughs) from a producer's standpoint. But... um, for us, it's this sort of experimental transmedia campaign that I know a lot of people haven't heard about yet, so it's probably hard for people to, you know, invest in something they really haven't heard about. Um, but what that means is we're trying to keep the momentum up. We're trying to keep going. We're trying to... to, to um, pay for this prequel before the movie's ever made. So the Indiegogo campaign is in support of our movie's prequel, which is online, which is what I just told you about, you know, um, keeping the characters alive and going before the movie. Sort of like a book that you would read, you know, sort of like a book you would read. You read it and then you watch the movie. Um, Similar to that, but a little bit different. Again, I don't think a lot of people have experienced this before, so it's a little it's it's a little bit different, but it's not it's not hard to get. I think if you go to the website and you're you're interested in it and you navigate around on it a little while, you'll it'll it'll click. And um if that's if if you're into, you know, if you're into reading or if you're into blog fiction, online fiction, uh like to, you know, read on your lunch break 
it's a really fun little way to, um, you know, do something to, to get your entertainment in and, you know, five, ten minutes of your day on your 15-minute break or, you know, and follow us. So I, I don't right. want to ramble too much. So you have to stop me. <laughs> no. Well, I, th- I think that was a really good job describing it. And um, and I believe that we were, we're now able to bring on Lori. Lori, are you back on Yay! the show? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, my God, how nerve-wracking. I was having some sort of phone problem this morning, and I was just like, what? What? Are the phone gods displeased with me? What? So I'm so happy to hear your voices. Same here. And we were talking right in the beginning of the show about how the key, the true key to any independent film or any filmmaking process is flexibility and learning to mm-hmm. just kind of roll with it. So yes, you 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 making your peace with the phone god, goddesses to come back on the show. That's that's part of it. So, but I really want to spend some time um, talking a little bit more about the transmedia component to the film and the brand that we're basically creating for Lost in Sunshine and the Indiegogo campaign. So Gentry was just mm-hmm. giving us an introduction about, you know, well, what is it going to support? And it's really going to support the pre-crawl world. But what is it about, you know, this component that, that you feel is really going to set the film film apart from the pack? Oh, well, I don't know. Um, I don't know where to start because I feel so close to this subject. But I can tell you, let me start with a, a number. I think there were, oh, boy, there were at least 3,800 submissions of independent films to the Sundance Film Festival this year. Those are just the ones that applied to Sundance. Um, so when we finish Lost in Sunshine, the movie, we're going to be in a pack of thousands of other filmmakers like us. Um, and we love our story, and we want to make a kick-ass movie that moves you and entertains you and, and inspires you. Uh, but the reality is there's 3,500-plus other filmmakers that hope their movies do that for you as well. Um, right. And they're all competing for attention and screens and eyeballs. And so the thing that appealed to, to me about transmedia, which is a fancy way of saying uh, expanding your narrative, Gentry has written this beautiful story, this funny, poignant, authentic story about screw-ups and the ways that they've been running away from themselves with self-destructive behavior, with bad choices, and the journey that they go on to sort of figure out, uh, maybe the answers are within myself. Hmm. Uh, she's written this beautiful story that as a movie, we know what it is. And because we're going to be competing with 3,500-plus other filmmakers the year that we finish our movie, uh, we thought, well, let's let's take control over something we do have control over. Um when we make Lost in Sunshine, it will cost hundreds of thousands of dollars to shoot it. I don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting in my pocket. Whoa, whoa, that that is the case. I really wish I did because I'd go out and make this movie. Um, So while we work on raising the money to shoot the movie, we wanted to focus on something that we do have control over. And what we do have control over is our characters, our theme, our story world, And we can put up a website without needing hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
So we've embraced that. Um, we It's a story that's not limited to only a movie. A movie has inspired it, but it's not limited to only a movie. So we thought, let's, let's um, introduce you to these characters and uh, the, 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 the problems that they're having now. I keep thinking of like Bridget Jones's diary, you know, where you're a fly <laughs> on the wall to somebody else's train wreck. Um, and that's what we've been, that's what we've been doing online with our website with Bob and Lynn. You just kind of follow along and you can kind of cluck (laughs) at them. And, you know, the beauty of it being online is if you want to write to them and put a comment in, you are free to do so. Um, so what we decided to do since it's going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars to shoot this movie which we're working to raise in sort of more traditional financing methods. Um, we put the website up, and um, and it doesn't cost us that much, but it, it does cost us some money. And we thought, well, let's let's put ourselves out there so people can get to know more about us and this idea of expanding our story beyond the movie, um, which, again, is, is, is just sort of the, the definition of transmedia. And it's my definition of transmedia. And um, by putting this Indiegogo campaign up, we thought, well, one way that we can expand the story world is we can create some games, some little things that would be fun to play with on on your uh, iPad or on your iPhone or on your Droid. And and they're related to the story world of, of our characters. And... We thought if we're going to ask people for money and we can't give them a, a movie in return for for the donation, we can send them to the website and they can see their content on the website. There are funny little quips and asides and unsolicited opinions, um, even their ideas for supporting characters to come into Bob and Lynn's world before they meet in the movie. Um, and like Gentry was saying, I, I cut the very tail end of that. That is that is unusual it's uncommon i don't think most people who think about indie films think about being able to contribute to the story i think that's a really new concept and i do think that's the way a lot of media is going um and i think the thing is with a lot of the media going that way they've been doing it with stories that have been more to do with like aliens and saving the world and 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 killer diseases and we're just we're doing it with with funny screwed up people. <laughs> um so it's 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 definitely been a gamble. Um uh and it's been ambitious on our part and possibly misguided, who knows, um, for us to put the Indiegogo <laughs> campaign out there. Uh because we're we're really sort of pushing a rock up a hill that nobody's nobody's really used to. Right. What ha- where do people find the Indiegogo campaign? Ah, well, here's Joy. Uh, here I'm talking about the stuff that we can do about our website, and it's just become clear to me that how we've been describing where people find us on Indiegogo has not been right. <laughs> so the project is flexibility. called... Flexibility, my dear. Flexibility. flexibility. Learn, learn. <laughs> Every single day is a new lesson. Learn, change. Our project is called Lost in Sunshine. That's the name of our story. Okay, but what we called our campaign is lost without you. 
We're lost right. without you. <laughs> um, we are. So if you go if you go and search at Indiegogo.com, I'm lost without you, you will find us fairly easily. I think I think we show up on the first page of stuff on that search. Lost without you. Now it's the Lost in Sunshine story. Right. Is there a link you know, to the I'm not sitting. campaign? There is. If you go, and i got to double-check that today. If you go to lostinsunshine.com and you click on Behind the Scenes, then there's a, a video window there with Gentry's lovely face on it. It says, uh, I think, most recent video. Uh, and if you click on that, that takes you to the Indiegogo campaign right. page. We should we should move that to the home page. You know. Well, yeah, we now, could we so could we, we, yeah we could replace it. the home page. We can't. Yeah, we could take the home page yeah. as it is, basically down. We could probably make the behind the scenes page the front page for now. Um, right. That's that's just techie specifics, but yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that after idea. the show. But, but, these, but these are the kind of things that, um, you know, because a lot of people have been asking me, like, what's my role? Like, that, like that's the kind of brainstorming, like, that Lori and I do pretty much on a regular weekly basis, which is kind of toss these things out, you know, figuring how to shuffle things around, what to put in front in front of people's faces first. Like, it's just, you know, with, with filmmaking, a lot of it is, is kind of capturing attention. It's the whole if a tree falls in a forest and nobody's there, does it still make yeah. a sound? You can have the and best we've been trying to world. set ourselves apart with this by by expanding right. the narrative. But actually, I mean, and right. let's do some let's do some online flexibility brainstorming. I'm putting Cynthia to work right now in front of you. Well, while we've had the Indiegogo campaign up, even though we've had poor traffic because we've been telling people the wrong link to go to, God, nice. um, details. Uh, I details. have gotten some feedback, and and it has been a gamble to put uh, in front of our 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 target audience the idea of you know you give us you give us donations and we will we will produce a game that you will be able to put on your phone or you will be able to come to the website and play and noodle with at lunchtime and enjoy and you know amuse yourself but um in 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 light of being flexible that isn't the only way for us to expand the story world of lost in sunshine another thing that we want to do that is in the works is we want to shoot a short film that's about one of the supporting characters and the first time that he meets Lynn Blue. Um, right now we have the money that we're looking to raise earmarked to, for instance, make the game for the National Association of Unsolicited Opinions. But um, we can, it, that's not the only way transmedia works. It doesn't have to be games. Um, part of our sort of transmedia smorgasbord that I want to have made available on the website when we finish it is this film it's called my first time and it's it's the first time her best friend johnny pot meets her in high school and she totally disses him <laughs> uh, <laughs> so lovely ladies and you know it'd be great if if anybody listening had an opinion too i mean we we've got i think about 11 days left on this campaign do we mix it up and say okay and support for your donation dollars, we've said that we're going to make these games, and we are prepared to do that. But if it's something that kind of grabs people's 
um, interest, curiosity, uh, excitement to um, support us in, in making this short film sooner than later, we could put that out in front instead of the games. The whole idea, like you were saying, was for us to set ourselves apart. We're doing what we can right. to set ourselves apart. So what do you two think of that? Do we switch gears, you know, uh, at, at this point in the campaign, or do we do we hang on to the very end and say whatever money we raise will be towards, for instance, making the National Association of Unsolicited Opinions? Hmm. I think that this is definitely a question I want more feedback from the listeners on. So, listeners, you can go on to the Lost in Sunshine Facebook page, and we could start the discussion there as well as far as having a chat about which direction we think is going to you know, be most beneficial to the people who are coming to the website. And looking yeah, to what do you want to see? more invested with the film. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I kind of love this 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 project is it reminds me, like when I was in sixth grade, my parents got me some like choose-your-own-adventure novels. It's kind Ooh. of like that. I mean, the, 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 the screenplay is pretty much kind of set, but there's this whole other world that we're kind of, we're creating in the transmedia website of Lost in Sunshine that is, that is open and has open doors. And like Gentry was saying is that we have markers that we want to hit with the characters before we get out to put the movie, this you know, the real story of the movie out there. But now's a really exciting opportunity for people to kind of jump into this world with us, to jump into Lost in, Lost in Sunshine and Sunshine, Texas, you know, with us, with Lynn and Bob. On the website you'll find regular regular blogs for Lynn's character and Bob's character so you can kind of get to know them a little bit better and to come out and really help steer the ship with us. Um, so I think that's really where we take that that conversation is straight to Facebook and get more engaged. I want I love to it. make sure we have we have some time here to just kind of put, put that part out to invite people again to go to the Lost in Sunshine website and, you know, Surf around, give us your feedback, um, start learning about the characters as well as you can sign up for the the monthly newsletter that Lori and Gentry put out and which also usually features somebody answering a very important question, which is, is this where I thought I would be? And that's a lot of the journey, the underlying question of the journey for the characters in Lost in Sunshine. And it's one that that kind of takes a an interesting um, an interesting approach to answer. I think for anybody who asks those questions. So um, so I think what we're going to do now is that we're going to say that we're going to come back. Cause, um, I know Lori is going to be going to South by Southwest, you know, to kind of shop around this idea a little bit further. 
in that market and that we'll kind of pick this conversation up again with both Lori and Gentry sometime in the spring to see how the Indiegogo campaign has gone. Again, if you if you if you feel so inspired to um to come on board as part of the process, you can search for the Lost Without You campaign um on the Indiegogo website and make a donation in any really any amount. Um and as well as they in informed with the characters as we go on along the process through the Lost in, in Sunshine website and you can communicate directly with both Gentry and Lori on the Lost in Sunshine Facebook page. So I am just super honored and thrilled to have one found you you two um and then for you guys coming on and and, and sharing sharing your beautiful gifts with the Mama's Pearls community. I really, really appreciate it. I'm glad that we we did get this little bit of extended time um, to continue talking a little bit more about the project. And um, and so let me let me conclude the substantive portion with that, and then switch a little bit into my come tell Mama questions, which I usually do at the end of every every show. So. Um, you know, before we actually get cut off again. So okay. I am gonna I am gonna completely stop the show in another ten minutes. <laughs> Learn my lesson last time. <laughs> um, so okay. So what do you both do when you're not, you know, invested in this world of loss and sunshine for your luxury indulgence? Oh. Oh. Uh, well, my addiction is I smoke as, um, my luxury, well, you know, and I, I have a three and a half year old, so luxury indulgence is an oxymoron. Uh, I mean, I, I consider it indulgent when I get to go to the bookstore by myself. Right. <laughs> that's honestly, that's, to me, I'm like, woohoo, I could just sit down and read magazines and, um, and, and have alone time and, and not worry about anyone pulling the books off the shelves. Right. We didn't even get to really talk about that as far as balancing your mommyhood, but we'll do that on another show and producing. Gentry, what what is your luxury indulgence? Um, it, honestly, it's not going to sound that exciting, and I don't have kids, so I don't have a really good excuse for it. <laughs> but I just like if if I have a chance to spend quality time with my husband, and by that I mean going outside of our everyday environment and doing something we both enjoy thoroughly, even if it's just sitting down somewhere else and having dinner or dessert or whatever, then I really feel like that's sort of a luxury. You know, having a good meal outside of the home to me is a luxury these days. So (laughs) I know it doesn't sound very exciting, but it's really Oh, no, it actually sounds awesome. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Canada, I don't get, I don't get many date nights. <laughs> right, I don't have that many date nights. What about for yourself, though, Gentry? What do you like to do just for you? Wow. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Um, that's not related to, like, writing? Writing could be it. I mean, yeah, you, you know what? No, I have a great one. You. 
I mean, writing's very therapeutic to me, and so if I have quiet time where I feel really focused, that's really relaxing to me. But one of the things I, that I completely overmiss that is so true is going out to um, visit my dad. We, we call it the ridge. Um, it's sort of like I feel like it's like in a country island or something, you know, in lieu of a beach. we have There's a pond with fish in it, and there's like a donkey and every kind of animal you could ever think of and gardens and it's not, you know, this huge, um, you know, it's not like going and visiting someone at a huge fancy ranch. It's just a modest home sitting on, you know, uh, several acres of just, just nice land just to enjoy mother nature. And that is it. That is it. If I go out there, I feel so at peace. I'm so peaceful, you know, and that's it. That's awesome. Which of the following would you choose? And you have to pick one. The best sex of your life, the best meal of your life, or the best sleep of your life? Lori? <laughs> oh, you can, you can count. You can count ice, smoke, and the meal. Sleep, yes. Sleep. Gentry? Wow, I mean, I'm anyone that knows me knows how crazy I am about my desserts in particular. So I have to go with, you know, I'll just have to go with food because it's probably for me like ice cream or a pie. <laughs> what is your favorite movie genre? Comedy, romance, horror, action, sci-fi, period, adventure, indie. Oh boy, that's a hard one. Yeah. When it's done well, I really like um, sci-fi fantasy. Cool. Or even period movies, something where it looks really, really different than my everyday life. Uh, Can I answer in two parts if I say it really fast? Because I'm like, I'm like ditto on what Lori said when it's done really well because Battlestar Galactica is like one of my favorite, you know, ongoing series (laughs) of all times. But at the same time, indie, like drama comedies, what we're, what we're, you know, making, that's, I think, I think that's it for me. If I see a really, really, really good one that stays with me for a really long time. Yeah, I there's think movies, absolutely, I agree. There's movies that touch me and stay with me, and then there's movies that I enjoy. I just enjoy the the who's it's out of, like Galaxy Quest. What a hoot! That's a really fun <laughs> sci-fi, sci-fi comedy action movie. Hilarious, especially if you're a sci-fi geek. And then movies like The Band's Visit and Cut or You Can Count on Me. Those are indie comedy dramas, very humane, authentic. They stay with me. Oh, good right. answer, Gentry. That is good. When it comes to food, do you prefer sweet or salty? Sweet. Sweet. Easy. (laughs) What do you both consider your most beautiful feature? Oh, gosh. My hair. Nice. Uh, Oh, gosh, this is hard. I don't really look at look and go, ooh, I don't know, I, I, my eyes, because they're, I think they're pretty sometimes, but other times they're just downright crazy. 
<laughs> I make the crazy. I love that beautiful crazy eyes. I know. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I had a five-year-old the other day look at me and say, "Why are your eyes so crazy while you're writing or while you're typing?" And I was just like, "Wow!" A five-year-old called me out. <laughs> Mom, it's that crazy girl chick with the crazy eyes. <laughs> That's awesome. What is the best advice that your mama gave you? Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. The best advice my mom gave me? Mm-hmm. You know, she'd get a kick out of this if she heard it. Um, her her advice is uh, stop paddling upstream and turn your boat around. Right, stop being the salmon. Yep, just, you know, yeah. if, if you're not getting anywhere swimming upstream, then maybe you're supposed to turn the boat around. I I hear that, Mama. Gentry? <laughs> wow. My mom is so, like, wonderful and all over the place that I can't even nail down one. I can't even, like, think of one right now. It's so crazy. Um I don't know. I mean, more than like an a direct, you know, um, like like phrase or sentence. It's probably just like the um, oh gosh, just the um, I'm at a loss for words here. Just the direction. I'm just gonna say it's just more of a direction that she's instilled in me, just to kind of just to be free and to be me. You know, like a general, very Outlook. liberating type of upbringing. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So is that is that is that good enough? Yeah, well, I, 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 I think that's beautiful. Is that good enough? Yeah, we're, we're yeah, being we're graded <laughs> here at Mamas for All. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> I think those are beautiful A plus answers. You know, Lori may be A minus, but Gentry A plus. <laughs> All right, ladies, I think that everyone can tell, you know, what a hoot that the three of us just have been having along this journey. And then I again invite our listeners to step into the journey with us, come on the Lost in Sunshine webpage, get into the Indiegogo campaign, because we you're going you're going to be hearing about this film not just from me, but um, but one way or another. So let you know, come come along the ride with us. Again, you can find both. Gentry and Lori on Facebook um, at Lost in Sunshine. Do you want to also give direct contact information, or do you want to leave it on Facebook? Oh well, they can contact us through the Lost in Sunshine uh, website. I think uh, you can always respond to our filmmakers blog in the comments, and then um, we're just we're at lostinsunshine.com. So I'm Lori L O R I E at lostinsunshine.com, and Gentry is Gentry, J-E-N-T-R-I, at lostinsunshine.com. You can Perfect. hit us up on Twitter, too. Want... Like... Mm-hmm. Sorry. I was no, going to say, ahead. the Twitter for our movie is Sunshine Movie. So if you want to go on Twitter for daily updates, if that's your, that's your, your you know, choice, or if you want to do the Facebook thing or both, that's how you find us. Just type in Lost in Sunshine, and it should be easy. We're in your movie. 
Exactly. And I would recommend if anybody's just catching this first segment to go back and into the archives and hear the first film noir segment. All the archives at Mama's Pearls can be found at www.blogtalkradio.com slash Mama's Pearls. You can reach me on Facebook or at Cynthia at Mama's Pearls.com. And again, this is Cynthia of Mama's Pearls reminding you to enjoy your children and your family. Say I love you. And remember that when you Screen your heart. You will always be traveling in the direction that the river flows. Thank you so much to Lori and Gentry. We made it in under Thank the you, cutoff. Lovey. I'm so proud of us. So proud of us. We made it. And everyone, I'll be hearing you guys next week. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Thank you, ladies. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.